Hello, welcome back to the Accidental Activist podcast. My name is India, and here with my lovely, glamorous co-host, Phoebes. <laughs> Phoebes James. We're laughing because she can see me, and I do not look glamorous today. I'm currently next to a pillow. But hello, welcome back to episode three. We are episode three. Um, we are a week yeah. late, but we've changed our schedule, so we're technically not a week late anymore. No, so our new schedule is every other week there will be an episode from us. Um, still on a Monday. Yes, at the same time. Um, but just because we realise that in both our lives, we do not have the time to put out an episode each week. No. And that's okay. Look and it'll give people something more to look forward to now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're making you wait it's the it's the build-up that is important do you know what I mean and uh what, what is it that they say quality over quantity as if we aren't oh, just absolutely. about to chat about nothing for the next however long oh yeah I don't know how long this is going to be and we we were on FaceTime before this and then we're both having a shit time at the moment and um both in the sense of like the pandemic but also just in general in our own lives um so we kind of were like this episode is gonna be unplanned and probably not a lot of editing will go into this if any who knows <laughs> just staring at India like who knows <laughs> who knows maybe you know unless unless we say something really awful and controversial it's probably just not going to get edited out so I think this episode is just going to be imagine you are in a room with us and you are having a conversation where you can't get a word in edgeways which is what it would probably be like with us we're I'm joking we're very we're very open to other people turning in our conversation we are well, good listeners no no I'd like to think so People say you should listen as much as you talk, and I'd like to think I do that. Not always. Depends on the topic, context, subject, but, like, do you know what I mean? I mean, there are some times where people should just be quiet, you know? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's all right. And that's okay. that's okay. And there's other times where you are allowed to speak up about whatever you want. As long as you're not, like, hurting people, but... I feel like, pardon me, it was like a hiccup in inwards, the wow. inwards hiccup. My whole body just went. <gasps> <laughs> See, like this would be edited out <laughs> normally. I know, literally. So just in enjoy enjoy the uh, unfiltered antics that you're about to experience right now. <laughs> Such a live stream. You never know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Hey, football yeah. Twitter might invade us again. Well, we don't know, baby girl. Oh my god. Hi, football. Twitter. Also, I'm sorry for calling you baby girl. I just have the force of habit of saying that at the moment. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'll um, hi, football Twitter. Hi, football Twitter. Hi, football um, Twitter. So I think should we just should we just talk about struggles pandemic struggles and just struggle should we struggle together let's struggle together because do you want to know what i feel like yes but everyone at the moment has been struggle right i Am feel I like <laughs> no you are very bright 
think these last couple of weeks, I feel like it's all been hard, but like, I don't know. Has anyone else been like, like, let us know, but has anyone else been like really struggling lately with like lockdown? Yeah. Like, I feel like for me, suddenly all of the energy that I had during like the first and second lockdown has just gone like I run out I run out I run out you know (laughs) I don't like I don't have it in me anymore and I'm like okay where like where do I go from here like I don't know what to do I still have to do like all of these life tasks I still have to do uni I've still got you know work deadlines and yet I don't have the energy that I usually would have to do this stuff and it's like I was doing fine in lockdown one and two but now I just I don't I just don't think I can I'm not supposed to live like this and obviously us living like this means that we're protecting more people which is wonderful but it's very hard I think to see uh, this is my own circumstance anyway to see people break the rules and then you're like well why can't I do that then that person's allowed to go and see their family who they don't live with or their significant other or their friends it's like you know I've I've not done that out besides out of the rules like so like I feel like a lot of people sort of sit with that it's like well I'm not doing it so why is it okay that they are but on the other hand of that is that you don't know those situations so my my parents I, I love them and bless them but they're very covid policey with people who walk by and like they're not from around here where we live they're not from around here and I always just think but we don't know that from just one glance at them we don't know their circumstances like not everyone is going to have a extenuating circumstance that means they can go and break the rules but it's like what if that family member's just recovered from a suicide attempt what if they've just had a loved one die what if like they've just gone through a crime and need to be with like, whatever it is it's like we can't just see that from connect people and I'm I'm all for like <laughs> staying inside and, and and doing what you can like to to like obviously commit to the lockdown but I do also see why people like this week I've gone through something where all I want to do is go and see my boyfriend and we don't live together um and vice versa and like or I would love to go to London and see my sister but like you know, with what what I've been going through, some people would be like, that's, yeah, go do that. And I'm in this mindset of like, I want to, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to, but it's like, I can see why some people do. What do you think? It's just, it's so tricky because it's like, do we put mental health before physical health or... it's it's just so tricky like there just there doesn't doesn't feel like a correct answer available Mm. anywhere and you know everyone's circumstances are just so individual and it's like you kind of think to yourself it's like oh could I could I risk doing this one thing then it's like oh no but I I I don't I don't want to I'm scared but then (laughs) I don't know I'm not even sure I fully understand the rules so I've just I'm just like okay, it's very confusing stay away from everyone and just assume that it's gonna be okay like you don't know do you <laughs> like no. even, because I don't know I just, I feel like it's not been set out properly and 
I don't know. But do you want to know the one slightly entertaining thing that's come out of this is that some form of government or civil servant body created like an ad that recreated the like you wouldn't pirate a, a dvd you wouldn't steal a handbag <laughs> thing to to do with lockdown and it just cracked me up i was like who has done this which intern which intern was like yeah we'll that's do incredible this. i think i saw it I think I watched the first part of the why has the government done this and then just switched off because I just couldn't be fucked to watch like, like anything the government's like created. <laughs> and actually I should probably go back and watch that because that'd be quite funny. But I know what you're talking about. And it's, <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't download a virus. <laughs> you wouldn't break into someone's car. <laughs> so funny. It's different. Pirate is safe. It's a crime. <laughs> uh, he had it here first, kids. Don't you dare do any logging on to one, two, three movies. I see you. Definitely no, raise my hat go to one, two, three movies.com or <laughs> what's the other ones like? <laughs> F. Sumu. Sumu. <laughs> Don't do it. Piracy is a crime. We are, we would never encourage anyone to watch anything for free. Um, we would we would never encourage anyone to no I think we should all pay for everything ever because I am a capitalist never ever take advantage of a multi-billion dollar industry ever and this (laughs) this podcast episode was sponsored by socialism (laughs) (laughs) you know I've never stolen a thing in my life but I remember you've never stolen anything no what i'm no i'm way too scared to i don't know if i did i think i might have got my friend to like because she was stealing stuff she was like do you want me to steal you like a chocolate bar and i was like don't want no way but i was too scared to do it i i remember speaking to someone that had like stolen stuff before and she said to me she was like well if it's a chain it's free reign and i was like I mean it's not wrong is it <laughs> I mean she's not wrong but um I mean, wouldn't like, like we, we don't advocate for stealing but like you know whatever. no we're not saying either way we know. we're definitely saying one way and that's up to you to work out fellow <laughs> listener <laughs> I mean if you take two looks at either of our profiles you'll see how much <laughs> I ain't gonna say anymore. <laughs> on a real one, guys, be very careful if you get caught and then you end up with a criminal record that will affect you for the rest of your life. And I feel like I do have to say that as as a thing. And also, if you steal from an independent business, you are very scummy for that. Don't do that. You're wrong. You're yeah, wrong don't that. do that. That is a that is a certified no no in all cases. <laughs> I just muted myself because I yawned. I, it's funny because we heard the start of the... <laughs> and and I went, like, shit. No, <laughs> cut, that. cut it out, cut it out. Cut it out. Dead ass. <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> Welcome to the Action for Action Pod meme edition. Yeah, literally, this is... I What did I say? This is the... What did I say? This was the what version? Uh, the stripped down version of the accidental <laughs> activist. Uncut. Something that really pisses me off at the moment. And um, 
this is like this is just really random uh it's in my nose um is that when I like do an interview or like um whatever a podcast whatever I always say co-found or co-host or whatever we do together and the person who does it always writes founder or the like and I'm like no 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 I specific and specifically it's explicitly that's the word said and it's like and then I have to go back and be like hi do you mind putting this in because this is yeah okay thank you but it just really annoys me I always do that and I I always always do that wow it's so frustrating because it's like no we come as a two when it comes to the speed up space and and our podcast hello literally and it's like if you go to either one of our bios it says co 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 I'm not gonna do it again I don't want to push okay <laughs> yeah, but I, that just popped into my head then. I was like, that really annoys me because if I was doing an interview, I mean, perhaps it's just a mistake, but it happens all the time. So I don't it think it's a, no. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no, because then, it, this is, then I'm like, well, Indy's going to think I said that when obviously that's not what I mean. And then I panic and I'm like, no, please do change it. Please, 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 please. <laughs> literally, literally, because that's the thing is that it makes it makes us. In, as individuals look like we're like yeah let me take all the credit for this please this right now I do. I do all of this, this is what me myself and I <laughs> when really no and it's it's so funny because we both obviously we both know it's a mistake and like and then <laughs> we know that <laughs> about each other that we would do that intentionally so it's just really funny um but it pisses me off yeah, so stop doing that. If you're listening to this and you ever plan on writing anything about us ever, co. There's a co, okay? Co-found, co-host, co-operative. <laughs> well, we're, we're co-founders together. We're co-runners together because we didn't just found TSUS. We also co-run TSUS with two other lovely people. And then we co-hosted this. So co-hostess even this isn't a past thing but yes I digress any anyway I think a nice question to ask would be how are you how am I Mm. fine no I'm kidding um (laughs) (laughs) how are you fine I'm fine um (laughs) so I am it's it's tricky it's tricky it's tricky it's tricky because it's like I'm going through a lot of ups and downs as I'm sure like a lot of people are because it's like I'm getting I'm getting good news like I'm getting cool cool opportunities cool work stuff um I can see Phoebe is having a coughing fit um which is (laughs) bad (laughs) Um, (laughs) this is so funny (laughs) like I'm getting I'm getting good work I'm getting good opportunities and it's like I am so grateful for this and I'm so happy about this but it's like at the same time I am struggling so much like at a core level that it's difficult to even like think about this stuff in the manner that I really Mm. want to and appreciate it in the way that I really really want to because it's like I'm so focused on just being like okay let me get through the day I um, need to go to like my lecture and stuff Um, I need to get out of bed I need to get out of bed (laughs) right now I'm in bed doing this because <laughs> what else is there to do 
precisely. Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. It's prison. It's, it's, we're, we're all in prison, although I have to say, I do feel bad for people that are literally in prison right now because mm. they have not been treated like people, basically. Like, they, uh, as far as, I don't know, the government are concerned, they are disposable. But prisoners are still people at the end of the day and you know the prison system doesn't do much for them at all but it can at least ensure that they are well looked after during covid um like very basic they're getting like what is it like half an hour of kind of outdoor time like out of their cells at the moment which is ridiculous to me that's 23 and a half hours that they spend inside a cell every day like, I don't know, man. And the time, like, like... They can't even so describe that, they you're right. to, you know? In a sense, we do have that, like, yes, we are in our homes mainly, but we can all go for a walk if we want to, or do some form of exercise, or, you know, if you don't live alone, you probably have a, well, you will have a household around you, or if you live in, I do, I really feel for the people who live on their own as well like my sister said so my sister lives in a flat and that so not a flat she lives in a house with she's older than me and, and she has a job and she's like been to uni so like um she lives with 10 other people or nine other people and so she's lucky in that sense that she's not on her own completely in London but she cycles like to work and she says she looks up at the high-rise flats and thinks oh my god all the people on their own in there like who perhaps can't can't see a support bubble or like a shielding or whatever who, who just can't see someone else that often I just imagine like what that's like and then but you're right at the same time for prisoners like for like talking about prison and reformity we could go into a whole other thing oh, there oh my and, goodness <laughs> yes but like you know a lot of them don't deserve to be confined like that or you know it's the question does anyone deserve to be confined like that but I don't and I think we can save that for another time we said every episode will save that for another time and we will we write it on a list <laughs> like it will come up again um and uh yeah it's like we are lucky in a sense that you know you you, you can go and see people where you are I can go downstairs and see my mum and dad like I'm so lucky to live with my parents in that sense of like right now through all of this I have the two people closest to me I like right next to me so like yes there have been moments of clashing but yeah I think the whole situation whether you're surrounded by people or not it has been so weird I think it's made humanity just different literally like, I can't even massively yeah how I'm supposed to go back to like living quote-unquote normal life after all it's freaking me out it it's making me really nervous and I'm like this is gonna sound really like selfish but it doesn't it doesn't just come from like a selfish perspective but like my whole kind of I don't know I'd say like a lot of my happiness really relied on like going to gigs theater and cinema before 
like all of this started and it makes me so nervous I, I just in my head I can't picture ever going to another gig like ever again in my entire life and I'm like oh my god I'm never I'm never gonna get to see live music ever again and that's just like that's just there like in my brain and like I know that that's not true and that eventually this ends and we get to go and do those things again but as far as I'm concerned I'm like there's no light at the end of the tunnel and it's so like I don't know it's just it's just scary yeah Mm. Um, I know what you mean so the talking as like from a mental illness perspective my my couple of my friends brought up this point as well it's like I'm so scared because I've adjusted to this like with my illness I've got into a routine that with my mental illness routine is very very crucial um to like keep going and not have an episode so like I had to go into this routine and adapt to that and then to add, and this is whether you have mental illness or not but I think it does affect mentally ill people quite significantly is we're gonna have to go back to like normalcy like air quotes there and the idea of that is just making me feel like I'm drowning because it's like all of these things that I'm gonna have to start doing again that I haven't done for so long like I haven't been on public transport for since December and um, yeah, that's two months that might seem like nothing to some people, but that took like months of courage to do again. So it's like, you know, I I don't drive, so public transport is kind of my only way to really go. Um, so I have to like adjust to that again. And that's just one thing that is just like freaking me out. There's so many things. It's like just having to adapt to all of that again. Um, I but again, I think that goes with oh headphones out oh hello I'm bad <laughs> I think that can go with whether you have mental illness or not but um I do understand what you mean about gigs they more my happy place as well like I don't I think that's inherently selfish to say to be honest I think a lot of people miss stuff like that and like fear that that's not going to be the same again but it will you're right it will be it will be the same might just, not, just might not be for a little while yeah it's just gonna take a minute but that's okay how are you are you are you about to have another coughing fit I can wait no oh, I just coughed but I am I'm good I'm good now <laughs> in that case <laughs> um I'm not great because uh you know anything about me and my online presence you know it's not been an easy ride uh so I am looking forward to that sense of having normal is that I will not be on my phone as much and I will be living a working life and you know be able to actually socialize with people beyond the screen so like I'm looking forward to that um I am just so used to it and it's made me very numb so I'm okay hmm. I started a new therapy which is going well first session was beautiful group therapy so that was nice that's cool I love that. Mm. it was really good it's very emotional we were all there like there were six of us there on it was all online um usually it would be in person obviously but um yeah we like I've done this therapy three times before and uh yeah you're like whoa I'm doing it again not because it hasn't worked before just as like a refresher and stuff I've like forgotten and uh just the section of that therapy that I hadn't really gone over in detail so I'm doing it again 
and some majority of those people in the group hadn't been to a group therapy before and then we were all like this is so calm we all made each other feel calm and like respected and like it was like a sense of community and it was just really lovely um so I left like feeling amazing and then a couple of days later I'm like oh god I'm aware of all of my thoughts now and it's like oh my god so we're just quite vulnerable at the moment um but I'm all right just each day as it comes my advice to anyone regardless of anything just take each day as it comes I think we have to because it's like this is the hardest time to plan anything ever in the history of ever. So, <laughs> we, we have no choice um, no but it's it's very true it's very true I think yeah I've kind of I'm, I'm learning anyway to sort of just be like okay you can't plan you know there's there's some stuff that I can plan that it just involves me being like (laughs) but apart from that I can't I can't really plan anything else so yeah you do just have to you have to take it all as it comes and things eventually will get better is is what we have to take away from this it's hard because it's not right now but the vaccine I think gives us a bit of hope like my parents today found out that they're getting it on Tuesday their first dose we were like yay finally especially for my mum um but like this time feels a little bit different because we have obviously the vaccine to like kind of guide us through this um but I feel like it's just the general consensus of please understand that it's okay to feel like shit right now (laughs) like it's just so shit there is no other word than uh, it's just fucking shit and I'm sorry for swearing but I'm not because that is how it feels it's just so frustrating and like I think so many of us are just so I mean I'm not even shocked at our government because as someone who has been very opposed to the Tories for a very long time I didn't see this coming but like <laughs> if anyone's gonna handle it badly it's them um I just didn't see it going this badly (laughs) like this badly no um and people say it's incompetence but I wouldn't even call it that because they know exactly what they're doing because it's all about money but we won't get too political but also it's our podcast so yes we will (laughs) literally like not not gonna lie to you um they've they've been given so much information and there's like that they were told so much stuff. They were warned so much. And I'm like, and you didn't act earlier? Really? Really? Guys, come on now. Just, I'm I'm sorry, but I just have no sympathy for this government either. Like, I just, I don't have any time for it because ultimately there's stuff they could have done. They were given warnings. They were given information. And yet they chose not to do anything they with that. They chose money. They chose money. And then- Over human life. Now, now they now they want to come come back and be like it's your fault. But I'm like, you were the ones that did eat out to help out. I'm like, get get yourselves into prep, get yourself to a prep a And I'm like, what what what? I wasn't. I, 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 I know that you did. Oh. Your little wagon mama's little appeal thing. Like, I used that scheme once with Luke. It was, it was like in the summer and we weren't together yet because it was like seeing each other again after um I just realized I said his name I wasn't sure if I was gonna do that on the podcast or not but anyway that's fine um 
there are and, a lot uh, of people called that in the world so it's fine <laughs> this is true you don't know anything about it i'm joking <laughs> um and we had gone on a date and like for the first time we had already seen each other like a week before that but um we hadn't seen each other for months due to the first the first lockdown in March until then so um it was really weird like getting to know each other again because we hadn't been official or anything so we went on a date to this um was it Asian fusion yes Asian fusion food it was lovely um and that was the eat out to help out scheme that day so we got a discount and it was the hottest date ever in August I remember that I know I I will admit that I used it a fair amount but the thing is it's just like I can't usually afford to just go out do you know what I mean that's the thing is that so many people can't usually afford to just go out and eat so I was like oh my god like why can't they reduce prices like that to all of the time Hmm." and I literally I was like well if they're the thing is that I I I was I was just like oh well if they're telling us to go and do it like surely you know like they've put the restrictions in place like it's fine and so like we all went out and we all did mm. this stuff and then it's like oh but now it's your fault and I'm like why is the government trying to gaslight us <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly um, and I I think also it's shown that the government can do and just systems and institutions can do so much that they used to say they can't so especially for um disabled and chronically ill students at universities and educations well we had a little ding there but that's fine we'll carry on um <laughs> at universities and educations um so many disabled students or chronically and or chronically ill students have been like asking to work from home because it was easier for their life and conditions and circumstances and the universities and institutions went no sorry but then what happened as soon as able-bodied people needed it here you go guys we can all work from home of course we can adapt that for you no worries at all it just showed and the 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 eugenics this government has shown my goodness the inhumanity which we'd already seen but now just amplified um i tend to i can't watch the news anymore i used to be a really avid watcher of the news reader of the news keep up to date in channel four you see me at 7 p.m every night boom can't do it anymore um brings me a rush of panic i'm sure many people can relate to that as well um but i choose now to listen to the science that's brought to us not by the government i know literally i occasionally you may occasionally see me having a little gander at channel four but apart from that you will not you will not find me anywhere else (laughs) and it's just nope I'll, I'll see what I, I, I like how it's called the who um the world Health <laughs> <laughs> from that I'm like I don't want to know you know like it's just I'm tired girl I'm tired that's what I'm saying I'm tired are you tired mm-hmm. I'm so tired oh my god I'm so tired and like but like that's another thing tiredness and like routine has kind of fallen out the window. I mean, I stick to as much of a routine as I can, but um, like sleeping properly, people aren't like I'm not gonna say looking after themselves properly because I don't think there's a proper way to do that. But um, people like you know are struggling with hygiene and like keeping up with things, and it's like um, that's like whether you whether that's a mental health symptom or not. So many people have been struggling with stuff like that. 
And like, it's not just usual to like go to bed at like half one now. Literally. Like my sleeping pattern has been so screwed. I look I look even more like a Tim Burton character than I did before. That was like, your dream the whole time, India. That was your dream the whole time. <laughs> always been the goal, and you know what <laughs> lockdown has let me achieve that. Thank you. It's so provided much. it. Thank you so much, lockdown. Thank you. Doesn't look um, as if I dreamed it would. <laughs> I do understand like the purpose obviously for lockdown and I support that we should be doing all we can to keep the most vulnerable people safe um but it's just that comes down I know there's nothing we can do about this but it comes down to the fact that this all could have not reached this point yeah and for so many people that just hurts imagine people who have lost loved ones to this virus that the government could have saved it it's true they do have blood on their hands they had blood on their hands before but now they're soaked in it like <laughs> completely oh, man it's and people fun. will forget they will they will they always do and that's what's they choose so to frustrating <sighs> man it is how, wait how long was tony blair in government for 1997. Oh, God, I don't even want to think about Tony Blair right now. 2008. Because Gordon Brown did 2008. And then David Cameron was after that. Or was it like 2000? I just remember Gordon Brown and the number 2008. I also... Or was that just because there was like a financial issue? (laughs) Was that in America? Yeah, no, but it affects us because we had the recession. Jumping that last profession. <laughs> New one now. The credit uh, crunch. Was that the credit crunch? I don't know what they called it, babe, but it was a recession. Oh. And then, like, loads of people like lost their homes and stuff. Like, it was re- it was really bad. It was oh, really goodness. Bad. Um, I feel like perhaps I remember that. I don't know. Why does two thousand and eight ring a bell? Or maybe was that just because that was like the la- or maybe that was when Gordon Brown came. I hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm doing <laughs> elections. Okay. Uh, let me do. Well, whilst it is doing this, I'll do a little interlude. Um, what if you're listening and you've got this far? Fucking well done. Um, <laughs> also, what like other subjects would you like us to cover? in the future is there anything you think that we've spoken about before that you'd like us to go into again or perhaps deeper um is there a guest you think we could have on because that's another thing we gotta have guests soon baby we reached episode three now oh yeah if you want to be a guest if you want to recommend a guest let's go let's go let's go um also i did a little fact check and it was may 6th 2010 was the election so we've had the Tories now for nearly 11 years (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can't that actually made my head hurt (laughs) like it's just it's so painful it's so painful Um, so much of it is just is wishful thinking or ignorance or not have been one of the most educated people in the world and still choose money over humanity. And I just don't understand. I mean, who knew this would turn into a political rant, but here we are. Um, I just, 
I don't get it. I don't get how people don't have a sense of of compassion in them. But then I also don't think that Labour is a better option. That's my honest opinion right now. I'm not. I was a proud Labour member for a long time, um, and I left. When did I leave? January of 2020. I left the Labour Party. Yeah, I also um, got rid of my membership when relatively soon after Keir Starmer became leader. They emailed me the other day. They were like, "Um, we've noticed that you've not paid," and I was like, "Yeah, it's because I." cancel my membership because you can't actually cancel your membership the the sneaky bastards you just have to cancel your direct debit and I was like um Mm -hmm. I want to leave you um so yeah like you literally just cancel your direct debit but you're still technically a member until your membership runs out which is trash um I'm like this isn't a Netflix subscription I didn't come here for the end like I don't want to fulfill the end of my membership okay I just want to I just want to cancel it now Mm. okay (laughs) Like, you're not giving me any. Please. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I, um, I think it's made me realize this year that electoral politics is not the way to go if yeah. we want change. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. I'll still always vote. I'll always, always vote. But. Oh, always. Oh my God. And always, I always vote in, in a sense of if it's, a, if it's a time that it's affecting my family quite greatly, then in that sense. But if not, I would vote as if I'm voting for someone else, like, and how it's going to affect that sort of person, whatever that may be, with their circumstance. They say, like, vote as if you're voting. If it's not affecting you directly, vote as if it's affecting someone you love directly or something. You know, people always say that, didn't they? Literally. I always, I just try and keep the most vulnerable people in mind. I mean, it's like... Mm -hmm you know to be honest like I I survive under a Tory government but you know I don't thrive under them but I survive you know it's like if I really mm-hmm. if I, you know if someone was like India vote Tory like I could but I you never would catch me doing that ever if you ever do you know what just just get rid of me just get rid of me if I ever look in the this eyes, is true like, I'm voting Tory get rid of me just get just Unless Tory is the name of an incredible socialist leader, yeah, <laughs> then count me in. But besides that, you will never see me voting Tory. Conservative Party, mm-hmm. that's out the window, babes. Ever, ever, you won't ever see me do it. Uh, and something just randomly to bring up. But have you ever, have you ever had a friend or someone you love, or a family member or a relative, whatever, um, turn out to be right wing? And then you're like, what the fuck do we do now? I know, literally, you're like, I don't know how to process this information. And like navigate that entire situation because it's like, well, I care about you, but you don't care about me or anyone I love because you vote for that. So, and then people will be like, you can, you can have friendships, you can have relationships, you can have whatever with people if you vote different political parties. I'm like, but you can't though because it all trickles down to humanitarian issues. And if we disagree on that, there's no disagreement when it comes to human rights sorry <laughs> like well, there's disagreements obviously but like there shouldn't be debate on human rights like agree at the end of the day and i think that's a good place to leave it oh yeah right that's actually me and my powerful ending i love it when you do a powerful ending so i was like let me get that um let me let me just 
um but thank you honestly for listening to our kind of rambly unstructured episode hope hopefully you enjoyed it but if you really really hate it tell us that you hate it and you know get those comments please no structure structure (laughs) will be back we're just having a tough week and haven't managed to record yeah and also the subjects that we want subjects we want to talk about i don't think either of us are really in a place to talk about stuff like no. Like that all just came from the heart then but like to talk about we were going to do fat phobia weren't we and, and I was like yeah I can't talk about that right now yeah, <laughs> I just can't do it uh not today not today um but yeah as always you know head over accidental activist pod on instagram give us a follow join in the conversation etc 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 and then you can also follow me on instagram at india isabel and also on twitter and tiktok and wherever the hell else you exist online um and then you can also follow phoebes at fat phoebes on instagram and twitter and oh they did it for me i was like wait <laughs> i am the host and you are the guest <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> oh, stop. It's the it's the I he's like <laughs> Wow. Um, but we will catch you in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.